Hey, I'm Dan. And I'm Zach. And we are Fiery, Fiery Friends. Friends. And this is episode 37. 37. Coming in hot. The season is almost over. Uh-huh. And we're just chilling at my house. We haven't recorded here, I think, since the season 3 premiere, I don't think, right? Like, when the 7th Summer Story Week. Did we do anything here after that? I don't think so. So this is this is this is fresh. We're back in my arena, my home, and Dan's here too. He's just he just came home from an MRI. You know the thing where you sleep for money. It's a good deal. Yeah, it's not trash. No, you it's know not what? Trash. Today we're gonna talk about what is trash. Ooh. And I think this is a really random episode concept that we came up with three days ago, and then we spun it on the wheel immediately. And three days later, here we are talking about. What is trash? trash? Now, I hate to disappoint you all, because I know on the Disney podcast, I was like, we're going to have my friend Austin on this show, but he's not coming to town until later tonight, so we were just like, eh, screw it. I guess he's not coming. <laughs> like, we're just going <laughs> to record it without him. Just the classic boys, me and Dan, oh, talking man. about trash. Poor boy. But we love Austin. He'll probably never get to be on this podcast, at least not for another two decades or so. Or at least, you know, another year. So, that's a bummer. But, hey, sometimes you're just not available to be on a podcast, you know? I know. You just gotta you gotta do it when you can. And right now we can. And tonight, Dan's going to Friday Night Fire, right? Yes, sir. Gonna lead uh, some worship. Gonna lead some worship. And I'm gonna be door dashing it up. And then I'm gonna be with Austin and our friend Will. Which we have some hot takes from Will today. Mainly one. Which is a really weird one, actually, but oh, we'll my. get to it later. Yeah, we actually got probably more audience submissions than we've had in a long time. Because you guys love, you know, whenever we ask, like, what you passionate about? You guys are like, yeah, nothing. But when we're like, what's trash? You're like, oh, we got to tell you all the trash. <laughs> so so this is like, this is the audience's favorite subject, this oh, trash. So <laughs> This is harder for me. <laughs> so we have a lot. Yeah, yeah. I was like, Dan, I don't know why you suggested this. Because you're usually positive about everything. Yeah, I don't so, know. the fact that you could find seven things to be trash is amazing. But yeah, so now, I guess let's let's hop into this. We both got, we got seven things each. We're going to talk about trash. Then we'll look at your things about trash. Then we'll do the Firefly Jar. We got some testimonies. We got some questions. Ooh, and testimonies. Then, and then after that, we'll spin the wheel to see what's coming on episode 38. 38. Because we only have 38, 39. And then our season... Three finale is going to be Fiery Friends Live, episode 40, on Tuesday the 28th. Uh, I'll probably stream it on Facebook at like 7.07 or something. And you guys can watch us live doing something. I don't know what we're going to do yet. The only twist of it is that it's going to be live for the finale. So so tune into that live finale before I go to Hawaii. Dang, that sounds cool. But until the live finale, right now, we are going to tell you what is trash. So Dan, let's pass it over to you. What is the first trash that these people need to know about? What is trash number one? Yeah, what is trash? Alright, so you know when you get to your friend's house and you like, you be sitting down and you kind of chilly. Yeah. And you trying to warm up, you know. Right. And they hand you a scratchy blanket. Oh, a scratchy blanket. Scratchy blankets are trash. So not like a normal blanket. No, this blanket's scratchy. Interesting. It's like one of those old quilts that has got like the random fuzzballs on it and it's just oh. like it's not comfy and it's weird or it's like 
super thin and just kind of like itchy to it or hasn't been washed in a while or something like that. Dang. Scratchy blankets are trash. I mean, honestly, I can't complain with you there. Yeah, I feel that. Blankets, blankets they should be comfy. Mm-hmm. They should be woolly. They the whole be... purpose of a blanket is to be comfy. If it's not thick, fluffy, and comfy and soft, if it's scratchy or light or... Ugh. It's just the disappointment. It's just a disappointment because you're just looking to be warm. If it doesn't provide warmth or comfort, what you do want is a blanket, you trash. Dude, I feel that. Super trash. Good job. You ready for my trash number one? What's your, what's your first trash? All right. You know what? I'm just gonna I'm just gonna go right there. You know what? You're talking about blankets. Something I don't like about blankets either. I don't like blankets when there's animal fur on them. So my take is furry animals are trash. Ah. All furry animals. All dogs. All cats. Any animal with fur is trash because they can make. Nice, innocent men of God sneeze and cough and have asthmatic problems. Just because you can't breathe. They're they're trash. And also, they like to poop, and they also like to lick their butts and then lick your face. That's what we learned on The Circle. Yes. Is that, you know, with these animals, they'll lick their butts and then kiss you on the face. And some people people think that's okay, but no, it's trash. It's trash when when your dogs and your cats are licking you in the face when they lick their butts. Like, it's trash. You know what I'm saying? They're super trash. So don't don't you get no dogs or cats unless they're nice. We do have one nice cat here at the house. That one's not trash. But the other one is trash. So yeah. Most most furry animals are trash. That is my hot take number one. How do you feel about that day? I like furry animals. Just cats. All the other ones are kinda of trash. Dogs are so trash. <laughs> I love cats though. Cats are nice. Dogs are nice sometimes. No, they're all trash. Except the, the one nice cat who lives here. Shout out to Bella the nice cat. Bella's not trash. She's untrash. But everyone else is trash. <laughs> that's my hot take. I'm sure we're going to piss a lot of people off today. But that's the goal. <laughs> because sometimes the fire has to burn. <laughs> today is the podcast that burns. <laughs> well, let's just finish it off then. Alright, what's next? I think unfurry animals are trash. Wait, what? Is that actually on your list? No, but I feel it. <laughs> Dang. I was just thinking if I want a pet, I want to be able to pet it. That's the name of the pet. What? You can't be petting things that don't have fur on them. What? So are we just saying all animals are trash between the two of us? <laughs> <laughs> all pets. Oh, God, that's a good take, actually. All pets are trash. Okay, between the two of us, we're saying all pets are trash. You know what? I respect that take. I mean, I do love some animals. I love ducks. I love giraffes. But I wouldn't want to have them as pets. All right, that's my half take. I'm going to give you my full second yeah, take Yeah, yeah. Give, give me your different <laughs> take. Is it? Second take. I think we found a good compromise in the middle. Just okay. Pets are trash. There you go. <laughs> okay. School. School is trash. Okay, that is like, that is the most agreeable take ever. <laughs> I know, but I feel it in my heart. It is A lot trash. of my takes are pretty agreeable because I'm an agreeable person, but I think school is trash. Dude, you're so right. It is trash. I went to school early, early, early as a child, early so many days. Why does it have to be so early? School could be later in the day. That would make it less trash. School could have less tests and quizzes. That would make it less trash. There could be less homework. That would be less trash. They could have longer recesses and more lunchtime. That would be less trash. But they don't do any of that. They fail. They fail. They suck. At making it good They're for trash. the consumer. 
Yeah. You would think that schools want to be good for the consumer, the kids. Yeah. They consume the school. No, 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 no. The school's trash or they consume it. Dude, did you hear they were even thinking about getting rid of free lunch? For free and reduced lunch. They were t- they were saying that we're going to get rid of free lunch. Like, pay for your lunch. And I was like, what the heck? You can't that make the, the best kids part pay of for their lunch? What are you doing? That was like the best part of school. I know. Like, and cafeteria food isn't even good. And they're going to take away the freedom? Like, you pay for it now. It's terrible, but but then like everyone like rioted and now they brought it back. So good, but well that that's going for them. Yeah, but yeah, the fact that you pay to go to school after you go to school for paying for all your years and still getting up early. Trash, trash, such trash. I like this podcast. This is good. This is good. We're talking about what really matters. Yeah, what's the third trash? Well, actually, one more thing about that Ooh. trash is that like I know Katie Fo. We love Katie Fo. Mm-hmm. She was at your bonfire yesterday. Yeah. I know she likes school. So I'm sorry, Katie Fo. But school is trash. <laughs> okay, that's all I had to say. I just wanted to give her a shout out. Amen. So Katie Fo is a legend. Even though school is trash. So there we go. Number two. Okay, this this is a very important take. So you guys know, sometimes you're just like, you know what, I'm in a mood for some fast food. I'm going to go through the McDonald's drive through You know, that's how you do just going through the McDonald's drive-thru, and you go through, and you're like, you know what, I'm a little hungry today. I want to I wanna McDouble. I want some fries. Uh, I, I want a chocolate shake. And then they go, oh, sorry, our ice cream machine is down. <laughs> and that is trash. <laughs> True trash is when you go to a fast food place, and they tell you the ice cream machine is down. And you know why it's super trash? It's because, like, I used to work at a Burger King, and they would just lie. They would lie to the face of every customer. They would be like, hey, we're not in the mood to make shakes today. Just tell them it's down. Tell them it's down. So it's never actually down. That is that is the secret, that truth of all of these restaurants that lie to you, that their ice cream machine is down. It's never even down. <laughs> and it's trash. I know. It's the most trash thing. I learned that early as a child, and I was like, this is dumb. And also, also on the same category... You know what else is trash is when you tell them, like, hey, I want my cheeseburger with only ketchup. And then you get your cheeseburger. And they put everything on it. <laughs> I got that yesterday. I was like, what are you doing? You're trash. Can you not have ears? You even put on the receipt, only ketchup. But this does not only have ketchup. And it's <laughs> and trash. Nothing. And then you go all the way home. You drive, like, 20 miles home. And you're like, <laughs> well, now I can't go back and get them to fix it. So now I just have to deal with this trash. It's the worst thing. They're like, I already made this burger. It's got ketchup on it. Here you go. No, you add more. It was supposed to be just ketchup. What are you doing? So, disappoint. <laughs> These fast food joints, they disappoint. Now, I still like some of them. Like, one of my favorite restaurants to go to is Burger King. Like, if you heard our fast food podcast, you know I saved Burger King and it beat Chick-fil-A. Burger King's so because good. Because Chick-fil-A, it's not trash, but it's not as good as Burger King. <laughs> and, and, but, but anyways... <laughs> Uh, uh, yeah, Dan is very disapproving <laughs> over there. But I like Chick Fil A. It is good. I like I do like Chick Fil A. But Burger King, it's just like I have this weird like love hate relationship with Burger King because every time I go to Burger King, there's three things that can happen. Either I'll get the perfect order with cheesy tots and a chocolate shake, or I'll get a not as perfect order where they'll say, "Oh, we're out of cheesy tots, but we have shakes," or "We're out of <laughs> shakes, but we have cheesy tots," or the worst case scenario also can happen where they're like, we don't have cheesy tots or chocolate shakes. And I'm like, why am I even here? But I never know what's going to happen. It's like gambling. It's like you spin a wheel and you're like, oh, what's the Burger King of the today? Is it going to have what I want or not? And so like, so I always go there. I'm like, I don't know if they're going to have what I need. 
I don't know if today's a trash day or a good day, but I'm going to go and try anyways because I like Burger King. <laughs> so, but yeah, that, that's all my hot fast food hot takes of trash. Trash! Trash! So now, what's your third trash, Dan? My third trash is straight out of Phineas and Ferb. Phineas and Ferb trash? I'm not saying Phineas and Ferb is trash. I'm saying they're right. I'm saying that when summer has to end... Yeah? That's trash. I mean, they men, bro. They know, dude. When summer ends, and all you people who are free all the time go back to being not free all the time... Bro, it sucks. You know what's even more trash than that? What? Most trash is when people go back to school and stuff, and they just say they're busy always. And that's bogus. They're not busy always. They're not always busy. No one's busy always. And let's be honest, they're all procrastinating their homework till the last minute anyways. Nobody's yeah, so what are they really doing, doing when they're saying they're being busy? They're, they're lying to your face. watching TV or on their phone or something. Exactly. They're lying to your face because they don't want to hang out. It's trash. It's a trash and People excuse. just don't want to hang out and say, I'm busy for the next two weeks. That's so trash. What are you doing for two weeks? Dude, that's literally so true and so trash. Wow. That is so amazingly trash. I know. I'm like, you ain't, you ain't not busy for two weeks straight. Ugh, bro. Bro. Show me your sketch. Show me your calendar. Bro, you're working me up right now. Show me your calendar. <laughs> so real. It's trash when people don't keep a good calendar. I used to be like that. Change my mind. Yeah, you got a calendar, and you stopped being trash. Yeah, I like having a good calendar. Yeah. You don't double book yourself. You're a good person. You know what you're doing. Right. Yeah, dude. I agree. Trash. Trash. It is trash. <laughs> yeah. I, the summer should never end. Fall. Also, fall is overrated. It's it's not quite trash, but it's not as cool as people say. There's some people who are like, I love fall. It's a beautiful season. And it's like, it's it's good for like the two days when all the trees are pretty. And then they all fall off and are less pretty. <laughs> so, it's, it's not. I'll, I'll give you a week and a half of absolutely pretty trees. And then after that, it's like, it's not that pretty anymore. <laughs> Go back to but, summer. I know. That's the one downside of this trash for me. Because like, I like fall. I don't mind the transition part. But yeah. I miss the summer. Yeah. Because I like it that it gets a little bit cooler. The air's a little bit crisper. Yeah. It's still warm, but the air's just kind of nice to you. Mm-hmm. And then the trees start changing colors. I get all excited, and then they change, and I'm like, yeah! And then a week later, yeah, the leaves fall off, and I'm like, dang it! Yeah, the transition part dang is fun. It. But then it gets to winter, which is trash. Yeah, but, trees without leaves. Yeah, but I'm not going to waste the take on winter. Everyone knows That's winter's true. trash. So, are you ready for my third take yeah, of what's trash? Take? All right. I think this time I'm going to say that... You know, there's this one movie that everybody loves. I, I don't get it because it's trash. And it's called The Lord of the Rings. Ah, the Lord of the Rings is trash. Hot take. What do you have to say about that, Dan? <laughs> I like The Lord of the Rings. But it's trash. Why do you like the trash? Well, I don't know why. Exactly. The Lord seems to be in it. <laughs> no, he's not in it. He kind of is. It's, it's a little bit of a simile. Well, true. Some people, a metaphor, a simile. Yeah. Wait, what's a simile? I always I forget. Know. It's a metaphor. It's <laughs> I always forget. Aren't there a difference? They're similar things. They're both trash. <laughs> metaphors are great, actually. I love metaphors. It's weird. It's like an epic <laughs> movie, and sometimes I get into it, but then if you watch the extended version, sometimes it's like, you've just been walking through the woods for an hour. It's too long. That's why I don't like Lord of the Rings. It's too long. Like my friends at Bethany Global University, Jordan Stanley. I love Jordan Stanley. He's not trash, but him and all the friends there, they were like, "Let's watch Lord of the Rings. Let's have a marathon." And I was like, "I've never seen it. I'll give it a shot." I get in there, and I'm like an hour and a half into the movie, and I'm like, "This is still trash." Like, 
You want you expect me to wait here for another hour and a half to watch the rest of the first one and then watch the, the subsequent movies when the first hour and a half is all trash? And I was just tired and I was just like, this is trash. It is a nine hour day. It's too much. It's too uh, much. I and like it never marathons, gets good. Though. Marathons it's slow. are not trash. There's marathons so many slow sequences. Marathons are fun. Lord of the Ring marathons are trash. <laughs> that is my third take. So sorry all you fans out there, but it's trash. Dan, you're next. All right, this is another everybody take, but it, it I feel it in my heart again. I think speed limits are trash. Dude, speed limits are, tr- well, they're, they're a little wisdom, you know. I know, see, some Proverbs. people think that there's some wisdom there. Shut up. No, 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 it's trash. <laughs> you can use your brain. If you feel like you're going too fast for your turn, slow down. I don't think they have speed limits in Germany. I think I heard. I know, dude, there's this one thing called the Autobahn, no speed limit. They should take after the Autobahn and Everywhere? put no speed limit on all the roads. Bro, that would be pretty crazy. Now, right next to the schools, sure, you can put like a 40 speed limit or something there. 40? 25 is too slow. <laughs> I don't care how nice the kids are. Oh, 25 is too slow. I can stop immediately from 40. You're still going to go 40 by the children? Think of the children, Dan. I think they're nice. They're slow. They should walk fast. <laughs> I guess it would be trained by conditioning of fast cars coming for them. <laughs> Don't worry. They still got the crossing guard people. Don't Whoa. tell me to stop. I'm yeah. not saying stop signs are bad. I'm saying speed limits. Are okay. <laughs> interesting. Interesting. You know, that's not a horrible take. It's not bad. Not bad. Yeah, you should be limited on how fast you can go. By how nice your car is, yeah, and how much you're willing to pay for gas, because uh-huh. the faster you go, the more it costs for gas. Yeah. <laughs> so there you go. You know what? That's not that's not a bad take. It's not a bad take. Speed limits are kind of trash. Like when I was in Africa, there was no road rules at all, and it was it was beautiful. Everyone there you was go. Community road rules. Even they honk their honk their horns, and that's just that's just the sign of love there. Here it's like a sign of I hate you. But honking your horn in Africa, it's like, hey, like, here you go, I'm honking, hey, I love you. <laughs> like, but here it's like, I don't love you. What you doing? Like, you know, it's a different world out there. I know. Yeah. But anyways, you ready to hear about the next trash? Tell me. All right, I'm going to say that the color blue is trash. Boo! The color blue is the trashiest color of oh, all. Oh, you're wearing blue, I'm wearing blue, we're both wearing blue. We're both wearing trash. <laughs> and you know why I think it's trash? Why? Because everybody thinks it's amazing. And you know, there's something about when things get super popular, it's like, it's not great. You know what I'm saying? You don't know. <laughs> you don't get it. I don't get it. Well, see, the color blue, it's also just like, you know, it's overused. It's like, it's not even that trash, but it's trash compared to the better colors like red and purple and orange. Those are all overused too. Those are all not that used. You know, they're a little less used than blue. Blue's used in the whole sky. The whole sky is blue. It's like, I've seen enough blue. You know what I'm saying? It's trash. (laughs) And you're not supporting me in this one at all. (laughs) I'm looking up the first crayon color to run out. (laughs) Whoa, is that a thing? I'm curious. Whoa, dude! One of the—it's probably cerulean blue. When I was a kid, I always ran out of cerulean blue first because I love it. I love cerulean blue, but normal blue is trash. Oh, and you know what? Actually, no, you know what? Never mind. I'm—I'm I'm, I'm okay with blue. Are I'm gonna like talk about—I'm gonna okay. talk about the true trash. <laughs> Indigo is the truest <laughs> trash 
of any color ever made. Why now, indigo? Something that makes me so mad is when people are like, there's seven colors in the rainbow. Indigo is in the rainbow. And I'm like, indigo is literally just blue and purple. It's not its own thing. It doesn't get its own representation. I don't like indigo. It's just an uglier blue and an uglier purple. And it's like, why combine that and make it its own color? It doesn't deserve representation. It's true. Indigo is not in the top 10 Crayola Crayon colors. It's trash. The top 10 Crayola Crayon colors are, first of all, blue. Amen. I knew it was Then red. Okay, red. Then red violet. Wow. Pur basically purple. So all the colors you just said. Then green, carnation pink, black, turquoise blue. Dang, yellow. Blue, just... green, which was my personal favorite. Yellow and orange are just down there. Periwinkle and magenta. Yeah, they didn't even make it up there. Dang, poor yellow and orange. Don't worry, indigo's not there. Good, indigo should never be there because it's trash. Blue is, all, you know, blue, I like some shades of blue. As much as, like, I'm, I'm, I'm team red, I'm not blue when it comes down to it, but... Ultimately, Indigo, I think me and Dan can both agree, Indigo is trash. Okay, out all the blues, yeah. Indigo, see you never. <laughs> that is, that's our take. One on the take. What's your take, Dan? Take number five. You know what's trash? What's trash? TikTok! Oh my gosh. TikTok can, is trash. Can I get an amen off in this place? I've never downloaded it. <laughs> I never will download it. <laughs> People say they get it and they waste all the time on it and then they proceed to spend more time on it. It's trash. And people hear that take and they're like, oh, I want to waste time on it too. Yeah. No, dude. Honestly, I'm just putting TikTok out there, but I'm saying anything where like you hear, oh yeah, this is a time waster and I waste all my time on this and you think, oh, and then you get it. What are you doing? What you doing? You trying, you trying to waste your time? You trying to get something that's going to suck all the time out of your body? It's literally life? trash. You trying to make yourself think you're busy for two weeks straight so you can't hang out with people? Yeah. That's trash. It's trash. Time suckers are trash. They are trash. Be with your people. Be present. Be in the world. Talk to the Lord. Don't get your time sucked. Don't suck it out. <laughs> I will say, I think TikTok has a few good uses. Like, I've, I've heard some people use it for good, but 99% of the time, try it. If you teach me how to do an actual dance, cool, but I can learn that on YouTube. Exactly. And, you know, that's the thing is there's YouTube, and as much as Snapchat is also trash, but it's not TikTok levels of trash. Mm -hmm. It's like, it's not that trash. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. I agree. It's trash. <laughs> okay, what should I say is my next trash? Hmm. Um, let's go with... I think that first-person shooters are trash. Ew! They are just like these video games that are just like, let's train our children how to shoot things. Because shooting stuff is is all cool. good let's let's get all prepared to shoot up everything in life you know you know where you know where cycle killers come from they come from kids who are playing their first person shooters and they were like i wish i could do this in real life and then they go and they start shooting people up and it's like what are you doing why are you teaching your kids how to shoot people up you know video games i love video games they're great they're video beautiful are amazing. they're amazing gotta play fictional ones that are in fictional lands that will never be real like mario and pokemon <laughs> Oh, those kind of games, I'm all for them. But when you're playing a game that's based on real life and real shooting of real people, it's like, what are you doing? Why are you teaching your children this? Like, you can't even complain. When your kid grows up to become a psycho, gets in prison, like, it's your fault. Why'd you let them play that game? 
What are you doing? Don't let your kids play first-person shooters. They're trash. Nah, first-person shooters are good. No, they're trash. They're good. They're so trash. I spent some of my best hours in the morning in high school playing Halo, the first-person shooter. It gave me community. I got to talk to my people because they were all playing the first-person shooter. They were all trash. We had a headset on and we were, we were talking life. I think I shared Jesus with some people all playing Halo. While playing Halo... Yes, sir. What? Mm-hmm. Dang. People get bored when they're playing shooters after a while. I guess. You know, I guess, well, you can have good things around the shooter. It doesn't make the shooting part good. Oh, I love shooting stuff. Shooting you is- just learn not to shoot people in real life. Well... Have I'm, some common sense. I mean, that, that is... Like, I mean, shooting people in real life is actually trash. It's so different. Don't do that. That's trash. <laughs> but, yeah, shooting people is not good. So why would I want to virtually shoot people? It's just as much of a time waster as TikTok. First-person shooters are just as bad as TikTok. They're probably worse than TikTok. <laughs> TikTok, you can at least, like, make a little Jesus-y thing. And we actually got like two, we got 20,000 plays on Chinese TikTok on a lot of our worship songs. Oh, true. You know, but you know what? In first person shooters, there aren't 20,000 people listening to our worship songs. <laughs> it's not happening. But I used to listen to worship while playing COD. You did? Yeah. Well, that's that. you're the exception, Dan. You're yeah. not the rule. There's probably a lot of people playing Halo right now who are just thinking, I could kill my grandma. <laughs> <laughs> just like this, boof. Yeah, exactly. That's why it's bad. First person shooters, they're trash. That's what I think. Dan is disapproving. He really loves his shooting. I like shooting people in games. <laughs> Dang it, Dan. <laughs> Alright. What else is trash? You know what's trash? What? Phone calls. Phone calls? I think phone calls are trash. Interesting. I don't love talking to people without seeing them. Huh. Even seeing them while talking to them is still a form of trash, but it's less trash. It's just because I'm physical touch. I need to touch people. You like to touch things. I gotta touch you. You like to It doesn't have to be the touch, whole touch, time. Touch. I just gotta be like, hey, you're here. Yeah. I can talk to you. I can't, I feel like I can't like share all of what I'm thinking and feeling over a phone. Hmm. I just can't. It's so it annoys true. me that I would like give the opportunity to share the fullness and only share like a portion of it, and then I probably won't go back and share the rest of it later. So it seems like a waste. Huh. Okay. okay. Like, why am I gonna give you this juicy information over this phone call where it's gonna be less good and you're gonna be kind of distracted because the phone could always like, like cut out huh. or drop. That's true. That's or trash. something. Cut out is trash. Yeah. Whenever it's like, hello, hello, are you there? I'm just like, phone calls are trash, man. If I text you, the text is going to get through eventually, it's fine. Yeah. But phone calls, bro, I don't know. If I want to talk to you, I'm going to drive to you, I'm going to talk <laughs> to you in person. Otherwise, why are we talking? Yeah. Talk okay. You know, I kind of, I can see it on some levels. Like, I think phone calls is definitely trash compared to texting. That is, that is 100% I agree. But I also think that phone calls are nice. Especially, like, let's say you live on the other side of the world. Like, you live in Africa. Like, it's nice to hear your friend's voice every now and again. Not all your friends can afford to come to Africa. Or, like, when I'm going to Hawaii, like, it'll be nice. Like, I can call up a friend. I can be like, hey, you there? And they can tell me their voice. And I can hear them say things with words. And there's just something nice about that, you know? Like, phone calls, 
I get it's trash when you have to call someone you barely know. Like, if it's like a business call, business calls are trash. That's for sure, for sure. For sure, for sure. But I think that there's something nice about trash. It's like a blessing from the Lord that he allows us to communicate from long distances. Now, texting is still better. But you know what, phone calls, sometimes you just want to hear a voice of someone you don't have the money or the time to see. So I think phone calls, they're not so bad. Okay, know. I'll record my voice and I'll send it to you. Not on a phone call. Not on a phone call. <laughs> I'll give you my voice. Okay. Sounds good, Dan. All right. I know it sounds kind of like Snapchat, but it's not. It's not Snapchat. It's voice record through Messenger. It's through Messenger. <laughs> Snapchat is trash. It's not as trash as TikTok, but it's still trash. All right. What is my next trash? Well, see, I was going to say that mountains are trash compared to the ocean but that's that's not that bad because like let's be honest mountains are great they're just not the ocean so it's not that trash but i thought of a better trash just two milliseconds before i said that oh good because it's not worth saying that it's not worth saying that what's really worth saying is that soda is trash hey soda is literally terrible and i was just like i need to tell this story because this story defined my life when I was a wee lad, I went to the local Chuck E. Cheese. You know, everybody loves Chuck E. Cheese. He loves the pizza. It's a good place. Chuck E. Cheese pizza. There's nothing like it. I just don't know why you like the pizza there. I just like getting, you know, fevers and stuff from crawling around in the tubes with the kids. Bro, they got rid of the tubes. There's no tubes at Chuck E. Cheese? I was at Chuck E. Cheese the other day, and they got rid of the tubes. Why were you at Chuck E. Cheese the other day? I was, I was doing DoorDash. They were like... Deliver this Chuck E. Cheese to your local family. And I was like, okay, I guess I'll do it. So I, I delivered the Chuck E. Cheese to the locals. But but I went inside and there was no more tubes. They got rid of the tubes. Did you have a slice of the pizza? No, I couldn't get it. I was I almost came back after the delivery. I was like, I'll come back, buy some pizza, and go home. But I never did. <laughs> but one day we're going to go back to Chuck E. Cheese. But okay. Before we go back to Chuck E. Cheese, I have to tell you the story about when I was a wee lad at Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> so I was a wee lad at Chuck E. Cheese. And I was just there, and this was back when they had the tubes, you know? So we were crawling around the tubes, we were doing the games, the and then it was good. pizza time, right? My mom was right. like, it's pizza time, come eat the pizza! So eating the pizza, I had a nice fruit punch, but here was the problem, is I had a fruit punch, but someone else in my family, you know, they, they, they made a dastardly choice, and they got a Diet Coke. <laughs> and I was like, what are you doing? But because I was a wee lad, I couldn't tell the difference. They looked the same. <laughs> they, they don't look the same. They, at all. There was like a cover on top. You couldn't see what was inside. It's red. So I was it's just I, I was struggling up, and so I just took a sip of the, my fruit punch, and then it wasn't my fruit punch. It was diet coke, and so I spit it in the air like a fountain. It was the most disgusting, gusting thing I ever tried in my whole life. It was the first <laughs> time I ever had soda, and the last time I ever had soda, because that that moment I was like, that was literally the worst thing I ever did drink in my whole time of being alive <laughs> and it wasn't fruit punch and so now whenever i see soda i'm just like why are you doing that and i've also tried other carbonated things over the years carbonated things are all trash but soda <laughs> is the trashiest of all the trash of all the carbonated things that are trash and i learned it all at chuck e cheese when my poor innocent child self spit that soda in the air and it was just it was a disaster man I'm tearing up just thinking about it. I miss I miss my fruit punch and my Chuck E. Cheese pizza. You want to go to Chuck E. Cheese next week? Yeah. Maybe we'll go to Chuck E. Cheese. But, yeah. 
I really don't like soda. It's trash. I agree. Soda's trash. Yeah. I don't know why people like it. It's terrible. It's not even good for you. I know. I liked it as a kid, and then I realized this is super bad for me. Why would I like this? And then I stopped <laughs> it's liking it. It's trash. I like smoothies instead. So many other things. The smoothies are, are beautiful. Smoothies are good. Oh, they're so good. Soda's trash, bro. Trash, trash, trash. All right, Dan, this is the last trash. Make it count. All right. This one this one hits me at home, bro. Oh, your home is being hit. Yeah, but not, not here in the heart. No? Here in the belly. Here in his belly. Not in the belly, but like around the belly. Around the belly region. Yes, sir. I think that the trash upon trash upon trash. The trashy, trashy, trash. Is that when you hit a certain age? Yes. Your metabolism slows down. Oh. So then you got you learned. You learned your whole life that yeah. you could eat literally anything That's and true. a bunch of stuff and just keep on eating. Just but keep then eating. At, at some point you keep doing that and it doesn't work anymore. Why does it stop working? Your body changed. Why? So you just keep on doing what you're doing, and then you get fat out of nowhere. You're like, what happened? What is this? I wasn't prepared for this. No one told me this would happen. What's happening? Why am I doing this? What even? And then I'm just gonna go with body. I'm just gonna go with body shutting down as my trash. Yeah. Because metabolism slowed down is the first step, and then like two decades later, like every time you stand up, you're like your knees click. Yeah. And then your bones hurt. What is going on? A decade later, you say, everything hurts. And I'm like, I don't know what that's like. And I'm not ready to experience that. <laughs> Sounds like trash. And then you're always like, I want to live forever. But the last decade of your life is trash. You're like, oh, my aching hip. Mm-hmm. You say, my body hurts. Every day it hurts. <laughs> All day long it hurts. Why so does what that I happen? It's I'm trash. Taking, Last ten day, last ten years, you've taken a lot of pills, Ugh. so many pills. Your body hurts. Ugh. All your people are gone. What are you doing? Ugh. Lord, come get me. <laughs> Dang it, Dan. That's just really rough, bro. Yep. Dang. Those are my thoughts. You just, you just, you just dropped it like it was hot. Those are my thoughts. <laughs> that is the trashiest of all the trash. Don't get old. Aging is so trash. Oh, man. I'm starting to feel it. I'm in the crusty zone, bro. Hey, crusty's good. Crusty. Crusty's right before it starts. It's okay. <laughs> I still got a little time. Yeah. Before I get full trash. Yep. All right. Well, I'm gonna, I'm just gonna try and keep in the crusty zone for as long as I can. Do it. Before I get to be... Oh, man. I, I don't want my bones to fail me now. Don't fail me now. All right. You ready to hear my final trash? I'm ready. All right, Dan. This is it. The final trash is us. We're, we're trash. trash. <laughs> you want to know why we're trash? Why? Because God recycles, baby. <laughs> That's it. We're trash, but God recycles. You know, we make mistakes, we sin, we do all the wrong things. True, we are trash. You know, we were in the garbage dump, you know, it says that in in First Samuel 2, where though Hannah... We, though you were in the garbage dump. Hannah, Hannah says that in her song. We all love Hannah in the Bible. She's my favorite woman of the Bible. Put some respect on Hannah. No. But she says, you took me from the garbage dump. You took me from the garbage dump. You know what they put in the garbage dump? 
Trash. You know, Hannah, she was trash. We were trash. Everything was trash. It was all in the garbage dump. But then you know what comes next? What? It says, you put me in the garb, or you took me out of the garbage dump and you set me among princes. Princes is way nicer than a garbage dump. Exactly, exactly. And God, that's what he does. He takes us. We're trash. We're just chilling in our garbage dumps of life. Just being all depressed and lonely. And then in our trashiness, he's like, I'm going to set you by the princes. You're going to be royalty. You're going to be my children. You're going to be loved. You're no longer trash. Amen. You belong. Come on. Amen. Amen. There you go. We're trash, but God recycles. So now we're not trash anymore. Amen. Amen. <laughs> there you go. It's true. We are trash. We were. But now. Now we're toys. We're toys? I guess that's like, oh yeah. Toy Story 4, bro. True. We are no longer like Forky. Or we are like Forky. We were trash. But then God gave us a purpose. Like Woody. Woody was like, I see some trash here in the recycling bin. I'm going to take it out and make a creation. You know? Like that's what God did. He was like, I see some dirt on the ground. I'm going to make something nice out of this dirt. And then he made Adam. The guy. And he was like, this is a nice guy. He's not trash anymore. He used to be dirt, but now he's not. He's not trash, but he was. Come on. Bada boom. Bada bang. Drop the mic. There you go. That's what trash is. We talked about it. You ready to hear what you guys said trash is? All of you lovely friends and family and people out there. I want to hear what the trash is. All right. We're going to hear all your trash takes. All of us. All of our lovely fans. So, the first... Okay, let's start with Hannah. Hannah Steiner, you are our all-time most popular listener. You always send us the questions. You always do the things. Here's all the things she says is trash. First, she says Oscars is trash. The restaurant. <laughs> you know what? I don't think Oscars is that bad. It's no, not I think cool. Oscars is good, bro. It's not Culver's, but it's not trash either, you know? I, I, I like a good Oscars every once in a while. Dude, I only turned me on the Oscars. I, I had a Wait, you've been there I, lately? Yeah, it's really good. It's, it's nice. Yeah. I had, a, like, a really on season for Oscars. It's, it's, it's a chill time. We should take an Oscars run after we go to Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> but anyways. I kind of like Oscars. I'm just going to put see. it out there. It's good. She also says, trash, everything spicy, anything spicy, any food that's spicy is trash. It is? I think it's trash. I agree. You're right, Hannah. And, you know, if you want to hear about the trash of spice, you just listen to our episode 25, our ghost pepper showdown, and you'll hear us all screaming in pain, and you'll see, wow, this is really trash. <laughs> we experienced it firsthand on the show. Amen. It was so trash. We didn't like it. It's not great. Then she also says bacon is trash and pork is trash. <gasps> yeah. Which I'm all down with that. Pork is trash. Pork is trash. There's a reason God was like, don't eat the pigs. It was trash. It was it's no, true. It was no good. No bueno. Also, last night I was at the hospital with my brother Joey. Shout out to Joey. His body's failing him, which is trash. We talked about that earlier. But Joey, I love him. Yeah, he's having like a back surgery and it's not going good. It's all his back is in pain. It's really trash. Like Dan was saying, when your body fails, it's trash. I know. But I was telling him, he was he was so he had me and Izzy deliver him some McDonald's last night at eleven o'clock at night. Bring him some McDonald's. We brought it to him in the hospital. 
He's, and we're like, why do you need this McDonald's? They give you hospital food. And he's like, he's like, well, yeah, but the hospital food, they give you turkey bacon. Turkey bacon is trash. <laughs> and I'm like, bro, regular bacon is trash. Turkey bacon's where it's at, man. Like, that's the real bacon. Am I, are you right, Dan? Don't it's, you, it's true. I think turkey bacon's actually good, bro. Don't you feel me? Like, I'm like, what are you talking about? Turkey bacon is the good bacon. Bacon bacon is trash. <laughs> Beef bacon's the best. No one has it, but it's Beef bacon? I never Uh heard of beef bacon. It's really good. That's crazy. Wow. Also, Hannah says dark chocolate is trash. Of course. Which is the truest truth. And me and Ellie will testify forever that dark chocolate is trash. You don't want it. It's just, it's too dark. You know? It just, it's not the right flavor that you're looking for. Right, Dan? It's true. It's trash. It's trash. Then we have steak is trash, she also says. Which, I, I, I think steak is very overrated. I can kind of see where she's coming from there. People are like, ah, oh, I just want a big, juicy steak. And I'm like, why? It's trash. Why don't you just get some chicken? Chicken's where it's at. You don't need no steak. That's how I feel. How you feel about steak, Dan? I kind of like steak, bro. Chicken's a classic, though. Chicken always tastes good. Yeah, steak is all right. But it's not that great. But these are the takes. Okay, wait. Hannah has one more good take. Dentists are trash. Which I 100% agree. Dentists are complete trash. Oh, yeah. They walk up in there and then... Uh, and just get in your mouth and start... your mouth s- and make it bleed and stuff. Yeah, start moving stuff around. It's like, what are you doing? Like, get out of my mouth. Like, that's reserved for my lady someday. Exactly. <laughs> my mouth is a special sacred place. Yeah, exactly. Uh, then these are the takes that Hannah made that were terrible. She says, cauliflower is trash. Cauliflower is amazing. I don't know what you're talking about, Hannah. Cauliflower is the best. What do you think, Dan? Cauliflower is good. You can turn it into a crust it's for just pizza. It's pretty. And of stuff. It's you just like cheese on it. It makes you, it's like, it is like worse than broccoli, but it like goes good with broccoli. You know, True, like broccoli good, has flavor. Cauliflower is just like a... They're a good combination. Like you get broccoli, you get cauliflower... Carrots? Maybe mushroom? No, carrots are trash, bro. Not carrots are good. I hate carrots. I love carrots. <laughs> it's so bad. Celery, also trash. Most vegetables are trash, but broccoli and cauliflower, they're good. <laughs> then we have uh, pineapple is trash, which is also a wrong That's take. just wrong. Yeah, I don't know what you're thinking, Hannah. Pineapple is the best fruit besides watermelon and... Um, and, and raspberries. Raspberries are good. Yeah. Honestly, most fruit is good. There's not a lot of fruit I would say is trash. Maybe like strawberries. Strawberries are kind of trash, but most most fruit is not trash, especially pineapple. So I don't know what you're thinking. So those are all the Hannah takes. Now we have four other takes from other fiery friends of what trash is. You guys really came in hot this episode with all of the trash takes. So Will, our friend Will Hubert, he says that donda is trash. And I was like, what the heck is a donda? Do you know what a donda is, Dan? Donda? Donda. It's D-O-N-D-A. Do you know what that is? No. So I Googled it. I was like, what is a donda? And apparently donda is Kanye West's new album. And I was like, I never heard it, but I I can get behind that. It's probably Uh trash. I don't know. What do you think? Do you think it's trash? I love Kanye. I don't know. It's probably trash. Kanye is cool. I haven't haven't really heard it. It's probably good. It's probably trash. If Will says it's trash, I don't know. (laughs) Maybe you should play some Donda and let us know, Dan. Dan, play some Donda for us. I will. All right. Dan's going to pull up the Donda. 
While he does that, let's talk about what Izzy said. Izzy says Satan is trash. Amen. We can all get behind that. He's trash. He's going back to the pit of fire. So, definitely trash. Did you find Donda, Dan? Yeah, I got it. All right, play us some Donda. Gotta play the Donda song of Donda. All right. Is this trash? Hmm. Okay. Or is this a worship? Oh, it's Donda. 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 This is much better. No, it's not. It's trash. Donda. 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 This is his song. This is the Donda chant. The Donda chant? Is this the Kanye West? What? Yeah. This is so this is the trash. This the first song on <laughs> This is so bad, This is song? It's trash. It's definitely trash. Will is so right that it's trash. It's 52 seconds of just saying the word Donda. Yeah. It's so bad. Okay, it looks like some songs on there might be decent, but the song Donda Chant, specifically. is definitely trash. It's just them saying Donda, 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 Donda. Donda, Donda, Okay, I don't understand that. Sorry, Kanye. I don't feel that song. Alright. I like the last one, Jesus is King album. That one's good. Alright, you ready to hear what Ashley... Will's how wife thinks is trash. What does Ashley think is trash? She thinks Steak and Shake is trash. Ah, uh, Steak and Shake's so good. I know. What are you doing, Ashley? It's a hot take, from Steak and Shake is just too good. I like Steak and Shake. What the heck? It's not trash. It's a good deal. It's delicious. They got good it's stuff. It's just a good experience. I don't, I don't really... I haven't been there in a while, so I don't know if it's actually... I think I've heard stories of Ashley and Will getting sick at Steak and Shake... Just don't get sick. Don't blame the steak and shake. Blame your bodies. We yeah. already talked about how your bodies yeah. are trash. Yeah, your bodies aren't ready for the goodness of steak and shake. Move on. Steak and shake is good, though. It's, it's real nice. So, yeah. And then the last trash take was from my sister. She sent us a take that the office is trash. And I can get behind that. The office, it's not that good. But the office is so good. People are all like, oh, the office, the office, the office, that, the office, this. It's trash. The office is amazing. Does Wrong. Any, like, think about it in real life. Does anybody in real life be like, oh, I really want to go to an office right now? It's like, no. Nobody thinks offices are cool. I did. So why is it cool when it's on your TV? I did have cubicles on my list. Cubicles? You actually almost said cubicles I was cubicles thinking cubicles are trash. They are trash. <laughs> they are trash. <laughs> so it's a whole show about cubicles. How is that not trash? Well, because they're making fun of it, which <laughs> makes it amazing. So if you make fun of trash, does that make it... Good. Good? Yeah. I guess that's what our whole episode is. Yeah, literally, this is... Making fun of trash. Is our episode... Is Fiery Friends trash? Maybe. Maybe it is. I don't know. You guys let us know in the Firefly Jar for next week. Are we trash? I guess I already said we we are trash. We were trash. But is is the show trash? We've got purpose now. Yeah. The purpose is to let you guys know what trash is. So you can avoid it. <laughs> like exactly. the plague. Stay away from trash. 
All right. Well, that's all of our um, our trash takes from the audience. We also have... So that, that's kind of the end of the trash episode, Dan, unless you have any more about trash. That's, that's all the trash I could think of, man. All right. Then let's, let's do a little spin for the transition. Transition, transition. Okay, we transitioned. <laughs> Now we're here in the Firefly Jar. So it's time for your comments, your questions, your testimonies, God moments from the past week. Dan, start with you. Tell me what what's God been doing in your life past week? God's been God's been showing me community. Communitas. Tell me more about it. So I went from my first time to a Wednesday night Bible study. Oh. With uh, with my boy Zach here. Hey, that's me. At our boy Caleb's house. Caleb, it was amazing. I liked it. I felt like it was a good environment. I liked the way that he opened up his space and he was just honest and sharing with people. Yeah, it was good. I thought it was really good. I was inspired just to get people to like share what's on their heart and what they're doing in life. Yeah. So I kind of took the formula for that a little bit. I and noticed applied that. it to what uh, what Ellie and I lead. We call it culture on Thursday nights. Yes. And I think it was the best meeting we've ever had. It was really good. Bonfire worship. Yeah, we did bonfire worship, and it was a beautiful thing because I love fire. We're fiery friends. We love fire. Here. Amen. I just love getting to stare at the fire, and people just talk about whatever's on their heart looking at fire sometimes. Yeah. It just kind of opens you up and uh, breaks off any chains, because fire is just like a good uniter. People like fire. Right. And then I started out doing worship, and it was pretty okay, and I was kind of just going through the motions and doing worship, because we were doing worship at the fire. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Ellie starts talking about how Holy Spirit's on the move, and she sees the Lord coming and like draping us with blankets and being all comfy with us and yeah. loving us well. And then she got us into into singing the song about leaning back in the loving arms. Of oh, that's Jesus. a good song. Mm-hmm. And then uh, that, that was it. That was my God moment. It was so good because all of a sudden just like the atmosphere changed. Yeah. And then I was like, I don't really care what's happening. I'm just chilling with Jesus. And everyone here is just like a part of the family, and this is a beautiful time to be alive. Yeah. And I just could sing that forever and ever, so we did, and it was just so good. Wow. It was one of those good, like, sitting in it, basking in it moments that are just beautiful and glorious. It was a really good moment. So good. Yeah, that was my super cool God moment of the week. I loved it. Yes, dude. God has been on the move. I like it. Yeah, my God moment for the week, too, was also with Caleb Dorothy. Caleb. Love that guy. It was a few days before his Bible study, me and him, last Sunday. We were hanging out, and we were just on his balcony watching the cars go by. Yeah, watching NASCAR. Watching NASCAR. And as we were watching the cars go by on his balcony, Caleb was, he was making smoothies, like, because his, he was at this food pantry or something, they were giving away fruit. He was like... He was like, don't throw out the fruit, man. Give me the fruit. So he took all the fruit from them, and he made some smoothies for us. And we had a nice he had a nice smoothie sitting on the balcony. And then all of a sudden, these bees came by. And they were like, oh, that smoothie looks nice. It looks <laughs> tasty. It looks fruity. So they were coming in. And they were like, and they, they flew in to the smoothie. One by one, there was like one bee, two bee, three bee, four bee. Each bee just landed its way into the smoothie, and they were, like, just sinking in it. And then all of a sudden, they tried to escape, and they were like, oh, no. 
I'm drowning in the smoothie. <laughs> and me and Caleb were just watching this unfold, and we were like, wow, these bees are like a metaphor for humanity. And the Holy Spirit started to just speak to us and be like, you know, sometimes in life, you're like, you're just kind of, you're just flying about like a little bee. You're like just flying in life, just woo, I'm flying. And then you see something that looks sweet and you're like, oh, that looks pretty cool. And you fly into it and then you're like, oh crap, that wasn't sweet. It was sin. <laughs> it disguised itself because that's the way that sin works. It disguises itself as something sweet and nice and tasty. Mm -hmm. But then you get into it and it's hard to get out. You're like, oh, I'm stuck now. I'm stuck in this sin. Ugh. And now I'm going to drown in it. I'm going to die. And we're just watching these bees as they're drowning and they're almost dying. And then all of a sudden, Caleb was like, you know what? We got to finish this metaphor the right way. So he's like, I'm going to get a spoon. And so he went inside, he got himself a spoon, and he put that spoon in the smoothie, and he was like, here you go, bee, have some freedom. So he took the bees out one by one, put them on a plate, and let them shake off their wings, shake off that drowning feeling that they had in that smoothie. Come on. And they were just shaking, they were like, ah, oh, we're gonna make it, we're gonna make it. And we just watched them, we were like, come on, you guys got this. We're cheering those bees on. And then all of a sudden, they shook off all the smoothie, they flew away in the distance, free from sin, and a whole new life, a whole new world, even. And <laughs> now that is a metaphor for our lives, is like when we are in that pit of sin, when we thought it was sweet, we get stuck. Damn. God comes in with the spoon. He lifts us up. He gives us a second chance. He cheers us on as we're shaking all the dust, all the scars, all the bad stuff we've been through in life off he's like cheering us on he's like come on you got this keep going to a whole new world a whole new life a new beginning and then we fly away and he's like i'm so proud of you son that's how he loves us so we learned all that from some bees flying into a smoothie and it was deep so it was really good i love caleb we just had a really good adventure we also went to a park and we sung worship songs in a drain pipe. And there's just nothing like that. There's nothing like worship in a drain pipe. Mm. Except worship at a bonfire, which was also good yesterday. So worship everywhere is good. It's really nice. Even at a Buddhist temple, which I think I talked about that already last week. But yes. I have worshipped many places in the last like 10 days. So it's been good. It's been a good life. And in 20 days, I go to Hawaii. So that's also exciting, and I've been getting all the funds in. Today's day 35 of my 70-day support plan, and we're rocking pretty good numbers. We're rocking pretty good odds of making it up the distance. I've got 28 people who have given me money. I've got like 48 people who have given me prayer. So we got, we got a good team building. It's been a good time, and I got many more people to invite. So if you haven't got an invite to the team yet, don't worry. It's coming. You're going to be a part of this awesome adventure that God's taken me on. And I'm excited to see what he has in store. Yes. And also, we have merch. 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 So if you guys want, in the description of this podcast, our fiery friend merch will merch. be there. Which no one has bought yet. So you could be the first to buy some merch. 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 Which merch. was designed by our friend Ellie. Ellie. Mainly dance more than friend Ellie. My fiance. Yeah, it's more than a friend. It's more than a friend. It's beautiful. Um, so yeah, 
that's a thing. Buy the merch. Um, also, we have more testimonies. Mainly one. So this testimony... So I, I put on Instagram, I was like, yo, send us your testimonies for the episode. And this girl, she sent me a massive testimony. It's so big. Are you Dang. ready? Are you ready to hear it? So ready. Okay, so this comes from this girl named Laura. I met her in Kansas this summer. She goes to a church in North Dakota. And I was like, okay, I guess if you want to share a testimony, dude, do it. Because we've never gotten outside... I always, like, every week I'm like, you could send in testimonies for the Firefly Jar, and no one does. They just send questions. So I'm like, this is great. Someone finally sent a testimony. So this is great. Are you ready to hear it? I love it, yes. All right, it says, okay, it says, okay, so my testimony revolves around the fact that I was adopted. (gasps) When I was in grade school, I never really thought there was anything wrong with my life, except for the fact that in high school, I started struggling with body image issues, depression, and anxiety. Most of that I chalked up to being a teenager. It wasn't until I started college and was going to Mayville State that I really started to realize that was actually my home life. I started going to crew my sophomore year and signed up for the fall retreat, thinking it'll be a fun weekend. Well, it was that and so much more. (gasps) God revealed a lot of things to me that weekend, including the fact that I really was always upset that I never had a father growing up, and that I was never truly sure if I was really loved by my adopted family. And because of these things, I decided I didn't want to live that way anymore, so I gave my life to the Lord. Since then, it's been a long journey of trials and growth. I have been able to mend bridges with my family and friends and make some pretty amazing friendships. And all of this is because of God. Truthfully, my life is 100% better, even if it's harder at times. Laura. 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 Wow. I actually didn't read that until I literally just read it right there. It's a really good testament. It's actually really deep. Dang. That's super intense. I'm... Wow. Yay, God. Shout out to people who adopt people and love them well. Yeah. Like, that's just really cool. Like, you know... And that's that's the power of God is like he's a father to the fatherless, right? Come on. You didn't have a father growing up? Don't worry, you got Jesus. You got the Father in heaven, you got the Holy Spirit, and they got you. Like Ellie said at that bonfire, like they're just like wrapping you in blankets of love. Adoption. Mm. Yeah, it's powerful stuff, man. It is. Yeah. 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 Ah, yeah. Anyways, um, we have one more thing to come to in this Firefly Jar. It's a question from Hannah. We always have a question from Hannah in the Firefly Jar. So let's, let's, let's bring it up here. This question is, how do you know if something's a sign from God? Also, P.S., Jesus is king. Yay! So, Dan, how do you know? If something's a sign from God? Yeah, how do you know? You know something's a sign from God if... Well, it's gotta, it's gotta align... It just can't go against the Bible. Right. So first of all, if it's from God, it doesn't go against the Bible. That's the first thing. The other thing is the sign part. 
Well, the Bible always tells us to be watchful and to keep watch. Yeah. Like, especially in Mark, like, towards the, the, end of the end of the New Testament, where it's talking about how Jesus is going to come back like a thief in the night. It says we need to be very vigilant and be able to keep watch. But mm-hmm. that's also true about a lot of things in life. So it's really important to be able to watch for things that God wants to show us because he's always trying to show us things through dreams, through different people, through all these things. So this is coming full circle to to signs of God. But how do we know it's a sign of God? Yeah. I feel like you gotta... A lot of that is to do with having a good community to be able to back you up and have you, like, offer possible signs of God to. Yeah. Like, sometimes you can just kind of... Sometimes it's a gut feeling. Yeah. I know you shouldn't rely on feelings, but sometimes you can just, like, okay... Right. I feel like this is the Lord. And if you feel strongly on it, then you should ask someone else yes. and see if it makes sense and if they think that that's actually a sign of the Lord or if it's just you in your own mind. Right. And they're not a perfect person either. So bounce it off a couple other, couple other people and if you get to like a unanimous conclusion, that might be a good uh, a good decision to make on it. Yeah, I think it's, it's interesting because I think that, first of all, I agree about Scripture. That's definitely the first thing to go by, is if it's not with Scripture, yo, forget about it. Yeah. But but then, like, there's a lot of things in life that you can't test against Scripture as, like, signs from God, like, you know, like, what college to go to or what boy to date or any of those things. Like, those are a lot harder decisions that, you know, ultimately, like, I, I like to call them, like, Holy Spirit clues, right? Like, mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of the time in life, life is a mystery and you're just like trying to figure out the mystery and sometimes Holy Spirit will drop like some little clues in your life and that's kind of what the signs are it's like oh this is like a hint of like the way I could go and it's like you can follow the clues and maybe you'll find your destiny at the end of the line Mm -hmm. or like you can ignore the clues and you can just do whatever you want and like at the end of the day it's hard to tell sometimes if a clue is leading you towards where God wants you or if it's just a distraction you know sometimes like you know, in those murder mystery stories, there's always, like, the red herring. You know, there's, like, the the thing that, you know, like, oh, you thought it was the answer, but, oh, it was actually not. You know? And yeah. so, that's where, like, what you said, like, it can be good to have a team, you know? In detective movies, it's not always, like, just Sherlock Holmes. He has, like, his little helper guy. I forgot his name, but, you know, he usually <laughs> has, like, a helper Watson. on the side. Watson. You know, you can't have a mystery without Watson. And so, like, you can't have... You, you can't solve... The signs of God by yourself. You gotta have your Watson with you. It's true. You gotta have a good support base. You gotta have those people to be like, well, Watson, it's elementary, my friend. Or whatever. Like, whatever <laughs> he says. <laughs> and so, it's elementary, my dear Watson. Yeah, exactly. You tell him that. And you're like, you know what, Watson, elementary. <laughs> but, like, when it comes to God, the way you put all that together is... Yeah, you just kind of, like what you said, bounce ideas off each other. I do think one other thing that's important to note, though, is that you gotta, you know, like what you said, it's not always the best idea to trust your feelings and gut, but sometimes, like, it is also important to note that sometimes what God will tell you to do will go con- against the conventional wisdom of all of your friends, yeah. and you still have to do it anyways, and so, as much as, like, it's great to bounce ideas off your friends and stuff, if you have a really strong conviction that something is God... Like, don't necessarily don't do it just because your friends say no. Now, granted, if they're wise friends who have wisdom and they all say it, 
it could be right, but also that could just be peer pressure, and God could be telling you to do something crazy. So, yep. you know, that's the thing. Ultimately, I think it all comes down to faith when it comes to signs of God, because it's like, you have to believe. Like, if you feel like God gave you a sign for something, like, have the faith, follow through. If it's not a sign, you'll just end up at a red herring, and then you'll eventually get back into the mystery, you know? Uh-huh. But if it is right, then you might solve the mystery sooner because you didn't listen to a lot of people who were leading you to a red herring. So so it's ultimately just a matter of just continually being in dialogue, continually not giving up on the mystery when you find those red herrings, when you hit the dead ends. You know, being like, okay, well, I got this all wrong, but you know what? I can still solve the mystery in life, you know? It's not over yet. The movie's not done. Exactly. I, I still got more to go, so... Yeah, so overall, just, like, keep pressing on. You're going to make mistakes when you listen to your friends, and you're going to make mistakes when you listen to yourself. And ultimately, God is going to continue pursuing you. He's going to keep dropping hints, dropping Holy Spirit little clues, and it's just being attentive. And the more times you mess up, the more you'll be able to learn which ones are Him and which aren't by making mistakes along the way. Like, I know I've made mistakes. There's things I thought were Holy Spirit that were definitely not. And I found out along the way, and I took some falls, but now I'm better at hearing God's voice because of the times where I messed up at it. So that's kind of how it goes. So there you go, Dan. That's how it is in life. Gotta look for those signs of God, but don't be discouraged if you followed a wrong one, because you can always go back and follow a different sign. Amen. So... That is the Firefly Jar for this week. We had a lot of good comments, a lot of good trash, a lot of good testimonies. But now it's time to do what we do best on Fiery Friends. And that's spin the wheel. So we only have two more episodes left of Wheel Goodness before... Um, before the season ends, which means most of these ideas will not materialize ever. Aww. Until maybe season four, question mark, if season four ever happens. Who season knows? four would be a beautiful thing. You know, it would be great if it happened. I don't know what's going to go down after I leave town. Um, we'll see what the future of Fiery Friends is, but we have at least three episodes, which will be two wheel ones, and then Fiery Friends Live. Or maybe on Fiery Friends Live, we'll just do all the ideas that didn't get picked. Live. <laughs> I don't know. That'd Dang. That would be a lot. <laughs> but we could do it all. <laughs> but anyways, uh, Dan, so we both have superpowers. Uh, you have two respins and a replace. I have one respin. Uh, do you want to replace anything? Let's see. Anything that you're like, I don't want to do that. That's not what I want to spend these last two episodes on. Not feeling it. <laughs> Let I'm I'm feeling I'm feeling a replace. Whoa, you are gonna take something out. Alright. I'm gonna replace the thing. What thing is going off the wheel? Whoa. Let's see. Um I just gotta pick one and then replace it. What is what is this nice red one on the bottom say? This one? Yeah. 77 shout out. Oh, I like that one. I like that one a lot. Yes. That is a fun one. Okay. I know this is a weird this is a weird choice, but you see there's two yellow wedges and one of them doesn't say the same thing as the other one. Yeah. I, I want the two yellow wedges to say the same thing. One says DJ dance songs and the one says Zach works out. Yes. 
I want them to both say Zack works out. Why do you want this? Why do you want this? You don't want to talk about DJ Dan songs? I'd rather see you work out. Fine. Well, we have another one. <laughs> we can just put it on there. Okay, fine. I'll just double it up. Because <laughs> I would just... I, I don't want to get rid of DJ Dan songs. Okay, I know. It's really good, but it's just yellow. It's the only yellow on there. But fine. We'll add another Zach Works Out. Just because you're really begging for it, Dan. I really want you to work out once. Fine. I will work out once if it happens, but I don't think it's going to happen, right? There's no way. Okay. Well, there we go. Um, Does that still use your replace or not? No. <laughs> what? That <laughs> definitely counts. Cause that is not what I would put that extra wedge to be otherwise. Okay, fine. That's my replace. <laughs> okay. No more replacements. Gotcha. I'll just take that as, a, as an override on the ad. Okay, I guess these are the final wheels, then. This is it. Uh, let's recap for all of our viewers back home. So first we have our sequel choices, which we have not landed on all season. <laughs> but, hey, maybe we'll have a sequel next week. It's possible. You could. Then we have Apocryphon, where we talk about the Apocrypha. For fun. For fun, which we almost did that one time, but then we were like, nah, and we respun and we did the Disney song bracket. Which is what we wanted. Yeah, which Loki, it wasn't as much amazing as I expected, but it was all right. Maybe <laughs> Apocryphon will get its second chance today. Then we have Write a Song, where we write a song on the podcast, live. Live. And then it gets on all the major music platforms. Yes. Then we have David Novak's choice, which low-key we might just have to get rid of after this because he's never free unless it's Monday. And there's only one Monday left. So, David, this is your chance, brother. <laughs> then we have Zach Works Out twice because Dan put it on here twice. Yay! We'll see if it happens. Then we have Talking the Tough Stuff, where we talk about tough stuff, including mental illness by the suggestion of Izzy. And we talk about hard things in life. Because it's the hard things that make us who we are today. It's true. Now we have prayer and fasting twice because it's been on the wheel since season two and we still never landed on it except that one time where we respun it because we used to force ourselves to fast for seven days whenever we landed on it. But this time you don't have to fast for seven days. We just talk about about it. it. So hopefully we actually get to now. Then we have the extra Bible trivia from Ellie where she said... Yo, smash eggs on your head and do Bible trivia. And yeah. we're like, sure, why not? Then we have the draft of worship, where we will draft teams of worship leaders to see who can draft the best team, fantasy football style. Ooh. Who's going to get the best team of worship leaders? I don't know. Find out on the draft of worship. <laughs> then we have uh, the DJ Don's, DJ Dan songs. Which I didn't let Dan get rid of. He tried to, but then I put it back. So now there's two Zach Works Out and one DJ Dan songs. Where <laughs> DJ Dan will tell you the best songs to play at your wedding. Because he's a DJ. And you can call him if you want him to do your wedding. At 262-271-2600. And then also on that episode I'll tell you my favorite wedding songs to play at my wedding. Okay, I do want to hear those really bad. <laughs> okay. And then the last one is 77 shoutouts, where for an entire hour we just shout out 77 things, or people, or anything we want to shout out. It's basically the opposite of this episode, where this episode we just shouted out trash for 
a while in that one, we'll shout out 77 things that aren't trash, that are actually amazing, and we'll praise them and give them glory. Yay. So there you go. That's that's the wheel. That's what we got going for possible endgame of season three. It looks real good. Real good. Amen. So, uh, Daniel, it's your time. It's your chance. It's your opportunity. <gasps> Do you want to spin? I want to spin. All right. And we, I have a respin. Dave has two respins. Don't take this too seriously. But... He's going to spin it. He put the spin to win on there. He wants to win. I want to win. He wants victory to happen with this I'm getting spin. getting really good uh, Let's see. angle here. Got my leg up on the couch ready for... Uh, oh, you guys wish you could see this. Oh, you want to just... just Majestic. It's, it's, it's glorious. It's majestic. It's glorious. It's majestic. It's, it's glorious. glorious. It's, it's prayer and fasting. Which, you know... You know, I don't hate it. I'd like to talk about you that. You know, we've been wanting to talk about this in season two. Next Tuesday, that's what will be happening. We're going to talk about show. it. We're going to talk prayer and fasting. We're going to talk about it. You know, we've alluded to fasting on this show a little bit. I think Dan's given a few nods to his good old 40-day fast. So Classic. The IHOP days. And I'm down. Let's do it. Let's pra- do it. Prayer and fasting coming at you live next Tuesday. And then next Friday, we will finish the season off with one more episode. Which, what's it going to be? You'll have to find out on Tuesday. Unless, unless Dan, do you just feel like spinning right now? Should we just figure it out right now? You want to know the complete future? Should we just, should we just complete the future at this moment? Nah. 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 <laughs> you have to tune in on Tuesday. <laughs> so, it's not that easy for you. We got to spin it one more time. So, so on Tuesday, we'll spin the wheel one more time to find out what is the final podcast of the season before the finale um yeah there you go the penultimate episode of sorts will yep. be something else but prayer and fasting coming on tuesday um damn do you have anything else to say to our viewers before we end the show um so i am a fan of dj wedding that is something you that you do dj your wedding um just call me at 262-271-2600. That's 262-271-2600. Amen. That's my shout out. I like it. And for me, you know that we have merch. 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 And you can buy it in the description below. And you can also give me money. Uh, if you want to give me money for my time at YWAM, just call me. Give me your number. Give me, give me, give me your information. I'll tell you where you can mail the check, where you can send the link, whatever you want to do. Venmo me, whatever way you want to give it. However you want to do it. Just do it. Um, and I will soon be in Hawaii. Hawaii. Doing things for the Lord. It's going to be good. But until then, Dan, and until next time, keep, keep the, the fire, fire burning. burning.